From west to east and kingdom to kingdom, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged Connecting with Walt podcast. Connecting with Walt is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey there, hi there, ho there, and welcome to episode 241 of the Diz Unplugged Connecting with Walt podcast. I am your host and Diz historian, Michael Bowling, and I am joined by my co-host, executive producer, and good friend, Craig Williams. Craig, how are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm trying to keep warm. We are definitely in autumn. I don't think we hit 60 degrees today. And, and oh, last so night jealous. I wore flannel pajamas because it was, we were in the, I think we were in the mid thirties last night. Oh, so. I am jealous. We definitely that's why I don't brought have it, it up. in Florida. <laughs> I know that's why I brought it up because I yeah. knew you'd be jealous. <laughs> even, even worse, my uh, Nest thermostat is, uh, is messing with me drastically thinking that like I'm not in the house all day, even though I, I here for a lot of the day every day and it will like it it's just not picking up that i'm here so i'll go and check the thermostat because i'm like sweating buckets in my office and it'll be set to 80 degrees and oh like the, you're not home mode and I'm like this is <laughs> this is miserable so i can't escape the heat outside i can't escape the heat inside i just i i, I need to just like get a ice hot tub just an ice tub. I guess that would be, that wouldn't make any sense. I But I do need to get one of the tubs filled with ice that athletes use and just like bathe in that every day. Maybe yeah. I'll finally be cold. Or take charge of your thermostat. It's the smart ones. I mean, can you really beat the robots? It didn't work well in Terminator. Uh, well, that's why I don't have smart technology. I, I know it'll take over the world. So. <laughs> and it's not like we're ever getting that amazon echo or whatever we were supposed to get from the destination d event (laughs) do you think do you think they're going to bring it it's going to next year's destination d is going to be like this year's d23 expo they're going to bring it up again as like a new a new announcement about the amazon echo (laughs) i you know what that would be a bold move if they tried to do that and I, I don't I don't understand, you know, I know the waiting to get it into hotel rooms and such and then worry about us. But come, it's been literally a year now mm-hmm. <laughs> since mm-hmm. since we thought we were we were getting those. And yeah, I don't I don't think we're ever getting them. I, I don't I either. Don't believe I, it anymore. I, I think that whatever agreement they had is expired and they're hoping we're all just going to forget about it. Yeah, they should have just sent us a gift card and said, buy it yourself. They yeah, really should have. That would have been the smart thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well. Well, last week, if you tuned into the show, and if you didn't, you probably want to stop now and go back, uh, is that uh, we had the Disneyland team back on 
to share. We all shared our thoughts of what's been going on with Disneyland, including some what we thought of some of the announcements that were made at the D23 Expo about Disneyland or, or the lack of announcements in some cases. And we are going to continue our conversation this week about some of the things that are coming, some of the things that are there, uh, our thoughts on changes that are taking place at Disneyland. So so we hope you sit back, put your feet up, gnaw on that churro or that turkey leg, because we are heading into the Thanksgiving season, and enjoy this reunion episode with the Disneyland team. So last time we were all together, we were just a few weeks away from, that we didn't know, the announcement of what was happening with Magic Key um, and the new uh, versions of that. So after all that discussion, who renewed their Magic Key? I, I will I in did. a few day, two days. I did. <laughs> mm. Well, you did? Nope, I did. Too rich for our blood. The well is nodding. Okay. We can't hear you. Well, my... <laughs> My key's not expired till January. Okay, you're not expired yet. Okay. Oh, okay. So you've got a ways. Right. I did not renew. Mine expired in September. So I'm mm. on the on the on the uh, hard ticket plan at this point. So uh, so let's talk about uh, some of our experiences recently. Uh, let's talk about a couple of the new things at this point. Let's talk about uh, has anybody visited the new shop that Eudora's Chic Boutique? I did. I visited it. It's uh, it's over there in New Orleans Square. It's so cute. I don't remember what that shop was before. Was it it's been things. many things. Okay. It was it, The last thing was the dress shop. And they yeah, put the, the dress shops. Oh, okay. Okay. In Orlando as well as I think here too. They closed that one down a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, it, was it was Le Baton, Baton, Rouge. Baton Rouge. Oh, there you go. That, 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 there you go. Okay. So it's called Eudora's Chic Boutique featuring Tiana's Gourmet Secrets. And it has a whole um, Mardi Gras feel to it. The decor uh, there is bright colors. I mean, I felt like I was going to Mardi Gras. <laughs> Um, but they sell a lot of Tiana-themed items, whether it be purses. Uh, they also have those, uh, What I've seen a lot of people wear those beignet ears, Mickey ears, as well as oh. beignets. So really themed in that sense. Tiana in New Orleans and cooking and beignets. Um, it's not a very big shop, but... Um, I haven't seen a lot of the items, maybe some of the beignet stuff, but I haven't seen a lot of the other items in other stores or haven't really, maybe I haven't paid attention. They have like Tiana dresses, Tiana jacket, Tiana purse. Do they and then they have things that are non-Disney, correct? That are like un from unique to New Orleans. Yeah, they have like um, beignet mix, um, gumbo, like... Ooh. Gumbo, like uh, I, I know I don't know what it's it called. Flor de that flower. Flor de lis. Oh, yes, they have a lot of um, kitchenware plates with that symbol. Nothing okay. that says Disney. Nothing that says Tiana. So really, New Orleans. Um, no. 
Yeah. I hope that sells because I, I like that they have other things there, not just the Disney stuff. Yes, yes. Um, and then some stuff from the home store that I've seen at the home store, but the coloring, the color scheme is more like a beige to make it look like New Orleans. So they have items there that you can see at the home store. Um, but the running theme, I think, is uh, Tiana. What I think is kind of cool then, Luella, from what I'm hearing is that they have kitchen items. And even though the stuff from the home store, it complements the New Orleans theme, right, of the other kitchen items. That's great, yeah. I think. Yeah, so they have other stuff there. They have aprons that aren't really particular to any Disney character. Maybe it's more bright patterns, bright colors. Um, it was full when I went there. I'm, I, I didn't even know it was called Eudora's shop. I just stepped in there and was like, oh, look, it's a Tiana store. Uh, then I, so I, <laughs> Which is what people are going to call it. Let's go to the Tiana yeah, exactly. store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think um, Eudora is Tiana's mother, right? Yes. That's, that's yes. the name of her mother. See, and with naming it that, I thought they were going to put that whole new um, line of clothes that they made, the Tiana themed, that they introduced at um, at D twenty three. Can I bring it in there though? I, I that's what I was thinking because Eudora's mom, are Eudora's the seamstress? Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. So I thought that well, maybe they were just going to turn it into another clothing shop, but obviously not, which is better. Yeah. Well, I saw a lot of different things. I saw I, a lot of that line because it stood out when we were just looking in like Main Street and World of Di like Disney because it was so different. I did, and I I wasn't paying attention to any of that stuff. And then I went, oh, that's interesting. And I saw the T on like the jacket or whatever. So yes. it's out there. Yes. Okay. And and I hope they don't get rid of the items that aren't really Disney. Like they have towels that say gumbo, and that's it. You know, <laughs> and I yeah. thought it was cute. <laughs> they last a while, and then they they tend to peter those out for more, you know, character merchandise. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, Mary Jo, so oh, sorry, I'm choking. Um, Are you now? Yeah, weird. All of a sudden, when I go to talk, um, <laughs> so tours are back, Mary Jo, and yeah, uh, like it's one back, and then. One more coming soon, right? Correct. We have, um, yeah, there's two tours at Disneyland right now. There's the, I'm, let me pull up my talk time. It's called Walt's Main Street, Walt's Main Street Story, okay. uh, which kind of take, so the, to backtrack a little bit, they stopped all the tours, correct? So right. there was no tours going on e at either Disneyland or, or California Adventure. So recently, um, they started a new tour called Walt's Main Street Story. And I think Nancy told me about it. And I started mm -hmm. researching. I was like, what? So I booked it right away because I always like to go on the tours when they first um, open up to one, to see what they offer for me and another to go so I could share what they have. So basically, this is supposed to be a 90 minute tour only of Main Street. And then the coup de grace of this tour is that you that people are being allowed to go up to Walt Disney's apartment again, where that had not been allowed for a while. And 
in addition to that, they get to go up to the patio. Um, the tour itself, like I said, is supposed to be 90 minutes. It's $160. Um, so I went on it. And should I give just like my, my, well, I'll just, I'll give a, a re review of it. So we all met. We were given a lanyard with cardstock. Uh, what do you call like like it was it was cardstock and then it's got like a plastic covering so it doesn't. So it's laminated. Or? Yeah, oh, thank you. Okay. Laminated. Yeah, it's such a hard English word. So it's a laminated cardstock that says Walt Disney's Main Street Tour um, that we we all wore and we were given. You know how they have the tours now where that you everybody gets an earpiece so you can listen to the guide no matter where the guide is, which I think is a huge improvement over the old tours. So we all got that so we could listen to the guide. And then she, from the tour gardens, took us across to the exit of Lincoln's, um, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And basically what the tour does is it tells you about Walt Disney's early life and the influences that he had and that he, how those influences, um, he used them to create Main Street. And the, they, they point out different features on Main Street um shoot they they um point out the different the differences the different points of interest on main street that have to do with um uh, walt disney's early life in, in marceline and then they take them to walt disney's apartment the tour the whole the tour of main street was 25 minutes and so although i enjoyed what we were told about it i was surprised that it was so short and how, lo how long were you in the apartment we were in the well from the tour we went up to the apartment and we were in there i would say a good 20 minutes and we did i did not feel rushed they waited till everybody had obviously seen everything that we were going to see um got our pictures taken so they take you up there they talk about the apartment they pick up different artifacts that they have in the, or the guide picked up different artifacts in the, in the apartment as she told about how Walt Disney used it. Of course, she talked about the, the pole um, that he used to slide down to go into the fire, uh, fire, uh, firehouse down below. And she, we weren't allowed to touch anything, but she opened up cabinets for us to show us what was in there. And, how the apartment just is, it's how it was back when Walt Disney and Lillian were there with their family and, and stuff. And um, she, she was talking about uh, Walt Disney and his granddaughters being there. And I was just remembering Joanne Disney coming up to Michael and, and saying hi to him. So, but I, I kept my mouth quiet. I didn't say anything during the tour because I didn't want to be one of those people. And we were allowed to go into the bathroom, see the different shower heads and the uniqueness and everything. And then after that, a Disneyland photographer came up, took our picture, took like three pictures of us uh, where we could see the, the lamp. Then we all went out to the patio and some of us have already been to that patio. Mm -hmm. They added a new fence so that you can't look out over into the into Main Street. No pictures are allowed from the patio um, at all. So you can't, they don't want us peering over. So there's now like three fences in between Main Street and where we were in the patio, but they have it nicely set up. 
And then we were all given a cookie, a drink of our choice that we had said what we wanted to drink before the tour. And then we were um, question and answers. And a lot of us <coughs> eat the cookie. It was, it's a, it was a beautiful cookie, but um, after that, I, and one of the questions I had was, I heard that there was accessibility um, up to the apartment. And so she showed the lift that they have. So they now have a little elevator that'll take people in wheelchairs, which I think is great that they have that. And they added a new walkway behind the patio. And then we were down in the street again. So from the time that we started, which was on the dot, to the time that we were back on Main Street was one hour. And as and I didn't want to ruin the experience for anybody. So I pretty much kept my feelings to myself. But I was, bottom line, so disappointed in this tour. It was supposed to be 90 minutes. They only gave us 60 minutes. It costs more than it used to when we would walk the entire park. Well, uh, you know, you, those of you who've been on the on the tour, we right. used to go to many places throughout the mm -hmm. park where Walt Disney mm -hmm. had had his influences. So only being on Main Street. And I think that the tour should have included maybe more storytelling been more, more engaging that took up time to to tell us more to, to so it'd be immersive and basically we would walk to one place and she would point out a few things we would walk to another place like i would have talked about the ron dominguez window i i think that window is so cool and walt disney um that e even though it's not part of marceline i wouldn't leave it to only those parts of his life that influenced the architecture of Main Street, but everything he did that influenced Main Street. And that was what was missing from the tour. So from the time we started to the time that I was back on Main Street by the firehouse um, entrance was one hour, 60 minutes. And oh. in the past, like I said, in addition to the, in addition to the tour of the park, we got a, we got a full meal yeah. and we got a beautiful pin. As a as a token, and this time we got a cookie, which was a nice. It was a lemon cookie with lemon zest. It was good, but there was no, no keepsake to make it worth. In my in my opinion, to make it worthwhile to go on the tour. Um, I so my what I say is, if your goal is to go up to Walt Disney's apartment and it's worth it to you to pay one hundred and sixty dollars, then they go for the tour. If it's to learn more about his influences on, on Main Street, it was sorely lacking. And, and I don't want to beat up the, the guide because she was very engaging. She made sure that everybody felt included in what she was talking to. She was asking questions and, and kind of making the game of trivia and stuff like that. But I was it's the first time that I've gone to City Hall and made a complaint. So what was their response? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, and I told him right off. I said, I'm not looking for a refund. I said, but I, I'm hoping that I'm trying, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe this tour can be better for in the future because it's still in the early days. And, and I didn't tell him anything like, you know, I'm part of a big, huge. Deal Don't you know who I am? Yeah. Yeah. So there was none of that. I just said as, as a, a park goer and I've been on, Three Walt, uh, excuse me, walking in Walt's footsteps. So I don't expect to learn anything new. So I'm looking to, uh, although I say I'm not looking for anything new, 
I forget things all the time. So I, I always <laughs> learn something on, on these, you know, and she did tell us some cool facts that I didn't know, but still not worth it to me. I have a question about the apartment because I went on yes. a walk in Walt's footsteps many years ago. And mm -hmm. from your description, it sounds like you were in there longer than I was in mine. Did you feel, or is that just the way you described? Because part of me, when we originally did like our pre-show discussion, I was like, okay, yeah, no way. And then you talked about the apartment. I thought, I didn't get to see that when I was in the apartment. I didn't get to see the shower heads. Like, not that I need to be creepy about Walt shower, but like, I was just, you seem to discuss more, more, you seem to spend more time than I did when I went on a Walt, a walk in Walt footsteps. Did you feel like you were in the apartment more? Yes. The, 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 the apartment visit was totally worth it. She was pointing out the, um, the molding that because, uh, Lillian Disney, it's a Victorian style for those of you who've been there lots of roses and and everything so she was pointing out how the chairs the wood and the chairs were roses and so she was pointing those out she was pointing out you know how they have the old victrola that's in there mm -hmm. so she she got one of the canisters and showed us what it looked like where they played the music on that victrola so that was really cool and then you guys know that um nancy knows the name of it but and the penny arcade that big organ type mm -hmm. The orchestron or whatever it's called. Well, they have one in Walt's apartment. So there's three of those at Disneyland. And so she showed it to us in his apartment. And she said it's she didn't play it for us, but she told us it still it still works. And so yeah, Tony, she showed us a lot of details that was not part of that original. Story. Okay. But which supports your idea if you really want to go see the apartment, but it's only 60 minutes and a third of that was spent in the apartment. Exactly. And the other, the last part was sitting on the patio questions and answers. And if we wanted to eat our cookie, and, which shouldn't and count then, as the time of the 90 minutes in my, for that price, like you're yeah, saying, I, I, I totally agree with you. And then she says, well, we have to get going because there's another tour coming. And I was like, what? In my mind, I was like, I said, you know, that's that this is still our time. So I think she just said that. So maybe she felt awkward. I don't know. I don't know. But I never heard what the what City Hall response was to you. That looked like cut her off. Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek cut her off. Sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mary Jo, me, I never heard I what. This on, uh... I, nev I never heard what what was the response from the cast member at City Hall when you went there. Sorry about that. Um, I can't. I hear. I can't. My my earbuds died. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but um, the the All response right. in the City Hall was just that they were. Sorry. Nope. Oh, sorry, but that again. Audio is out. All right. No, no, no. We see Mary we'll never know. We'll, we'll never know that. Guy we'll never know. She, uh, Bob Chay picks behind this or Josh tomorrow. No. <laughs> ah, Josh. Can you guys hear me? Now yeah, we, we can. can now. Now we can. But we didn't hear anything okay, you said. Sorry. We <laughs> could tell you were cussing, though, just from the way your lips were moving. <laughs> No, I wasn't. I wasn't because I was just saying my earbuds died and I can barely hear you because I don't have um, 
the speaker. That's okay. Go on. Yeah. So, so they just okay. said they were sorry. Yeah, the gist is they were sorry, and they said that they would um, let management know. Okay. Oh boy. All right, let's continue with uh, current experiences. Who has their Magic Band Plus for Disneyland? Tony, do you have yours? Did you get one? I do not. Really? I okay. There, I was there last week, right when you could have purchased one. Right. And I loved Magic Band in Disney World. And I wanted to, I, I again, I like the idea. Mm-hmm. And then, and sorry, again, <laughs> there's Mary Jo showing off hers. Oh, so she can, she can rebut everything I'm about to say. But I didn't see the value. Okay, they're cute. Okay. They're great merch. I'm not going to lie. Do I want it on my arm? Yes. Do I want to show it off? Yes. However, if I have to do everything on my phone still anyways, I don't feel like I'm getting the benefit. At Disney World, there's multiple hotels. I could be cheap and stay at Pop Century and use it to open my door. I can't afford the three big expensive hotels at um, Disneyland, and I can't pay with it as a magic key. I can't pay as a magic key holder. So I didn't see the value and that's kind of my issue with it. It's, it's, it's merch. And I, we all love to rip on JPEG. JPEG loves selling merch, iridescent everything for the 50th. But, um, <laughs> but like that to me is a merch thing. It's not giving me any added benefit. Mary Jo, you want to rebut that? Well, just oh. kind of sort of, I, what I like about it is that I could use it at both parks and I already, I had FOMO because I saw Panda had bought one with it had, it was for the, the Walt Disney world 50th. So I went online and I bought it. So it was sitting in a box in my room. So I didn't buy the, any of the Disneyland ones. I, I just, I like the idea of having a magic band. So I don't know. I, one thing that it's charge on it yet. Well, what we don't have at Disneyland that they have at Walt Disney World. So I, I, people need to know this who are going to be using theirs when they come to Disneyland. We don't have my Disney experience. Nope. So there are certain advantages, like Tony was saying, that you could use at Walt Disney World with the Magic Band that you just cannot use at Disneyland. One of the things is when you go on any attraction, it you, the pictures automatically get downloaded into PhotoPass. I don't know if that if they have that at Disneyland yet because I only wore it one time. Proudly used it to 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 scan in the parks. I got it like I think I went to the parks two days after they started selling them there. Had no issue. I like that. And then it was like, okay, now what am I going to use it for? But I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. Use- You're supporting me perfectly. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mary yeah. Jo. I, I does it work for FastPass? I'm sorry. Does it work for FastPass? Yes, it works for. Well, okay. it works for Genie Plus, but I'm not sorry, my Genie Plus. Oh man, no longer called FastPass. Yeah, so okay. yes. they have the. There's no longer the, a bra shop on Main Street either. <laughs> they they have the access points to to do that, and they've had it at Disneyland. Um, so this is great for that, but I'm not going to purchase Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, so you're yeah. making my point. Hush like up, it's Tony. a tool. <laughs> it's a tool like. The only thing you can use it for is the the ride thing, right? But yeah. like you're paying. Well, and if also you can photo- charge, which I know I don't think it's going to happen because even when I was an AP. But, oh yes, it <laughs> Ooh, that's worth sixty bucks. 
<laughs> the light, but the light comes on. And, well, it does. So it does work at Batu. I haven't tried it yet at Batu, and they it do does have the. They have the whole game thing at Batu. Yes, at they, our. They have, thanks, Nancy. There's a game that you could play where, and Craig talked about it on a previous show. So I think it's the same experience that he had. You can use it for photo pass, which I like better than getting my phone, getting my barcode so that they can scan it for photo pass. I can. You're use so Gen Z. This. I don't want to take anything out. It's the new glow it with the ears. That's pretty much all it is. is but a new glow with the show ears. So does that mean now everybody's going to be raising their wrist up? Yeah, during fireworks and all that, see the pretty colors. I'm so sorry. It's replaced lighters. Having this flash (laughs) during the fireworks and world of color to me is such a waste. Who wants to look at their wrists when they could be looking at the beautiful fireworks and projection? So I agree with you guys. Just a reminder, Tom. I think I remember Wes used to play the game with the cards that were free in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that was a Magic was Kingdom, no? You didn't have yeah, to buy, yeah. okay, Magic Kingdom, whatever those, yeah. okay, but we did those. you didn't have to buy a Magic Band right. to play the game. But yeah. now you got to buy a Magic Band to play the game. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a good point. And then, I so today I read on Facebook, somebody complaining because their husband lost his band on the ride. And I think, Michael, you can relate to this when we were on that flight, flight of passage in Pandora, mm-hmm. that... You have, you have to be careful because they can fly off. So they were saying, well, what do we do? Well, I got this pass holder. I think they call these bit. Yeah, I lost mine bit. when it flew off. Well, did you know that you can put this around and kind of seal your band? So I think that's what they're supposed to be for. You, you're not supposed to wear them near the top to show off these bands. But you do it so it holds the two ends together so your band doesn't yeah. come off. Okay, But mine slide off. Mine Please slide down. That, that bit is not an extra charge. No, well, no, well, this was free. But I'm saying it's like, like buying jeans. But and they, they don't need to buy the belt to hold them up. So yeah, they but they don't give. They don't make them anymore. Okay. They, sell, they don't back up. They sell these bit these here at Amazon.com, <laughs> and they were saying the people at home can't see that, them. but okay. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So they sell <laughs> these things called band bits, and they're good for um, the magic bands, and also for Fitbits and what have you. And it's supposed to wrap around the band so that so that the buttons. What do you call what do you call these things that pop in? <laughs> snaps. I don't know. Snaps. Okay, snaps. so that the snaps don't accidentally snap off, which is what happened to Michael, which happens to a lot of people because you know when you walk and and you these bands get caught on things. So I hate to like, just prove Tony's point over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. This is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is my magic band and Mary Jo was with me at Walt Disney world. It never worked at the turnstile. Oh, that's right. Never worked every park I went to, but at Disneyland, my phone works just fine at the turnstile. Yep. So I'm not all enthused about getting the Magic well, Band plus. And it's only $35. Remember that. I'd be willing only. to get the Magic Band halfway if at least then when I purchased with my phone, they would know, oh, you're a pass holder. So I at least didn't have to like, right. show my pass. And like, give me something 
Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, not a pass holder, a magic key holder. Um, like, give me something where I can use it. And, and there's no there's bra like, shop on Main Street, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> no, there isn't. No, there isn't. I'm bringing it. Because the snaps kept coming off. Here's here's another point, kind of to Tony's point. So here's perfect. the old, you know, Walt Disney World, there's the regular magic band. These last for years. These new Magic Band Plus, you have to charge it, and it'll last up to three days. I feel days. like I set you up, Mary Jo, to just I know, on right? This thing. But I mean, nerdy and you likes can't it, use the old ones here. You can't I'm, use the old ones here. I'm gonna wear the old one just to, no. just out of protest. Well, and there's a special, there's a special charge for it. I'm showing it in the that you slip on the band to charge it. So if you don't have, if you forget this charge at home, you don't have it with you. And your band loses power. You're kind of opposed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so let me ask. Let me, let me. So, Tony, we know how. Okay, uh, this is my old bra shop everybody- Tony problem. It's the same thing with all the magic key stuff. Like, oh, I'm gonna give. Look at what else you could buy for being a magic. How about like throw me a bone that's like, like a popcorn tumbler that doesn't even look special. It just has the really. I don't get enthused by the magic key logo but like it's oh with magic key we can you can have a separate reservation and sit here and spend more money when we're the ones that once they change everything i know i'm doing old bra shops still should be there and selling <laughs> cigarettes um, don't forget the uh, world is your store yeah that um like well i look i'm i'm the one that said okay fine raise the price cut my discount i'm still gonna pay for it but then you're still going to also like find every way to nickel and dime. And I know I sound like an old man and now I am, but. No, but I think you're making a really, really good point. I, I like to hear from the rest of the team. What do you guys think for- about these magic band plus? Do you think it's worth it or not at today? It's it, okay. All the really nice looking ones are $50. Well, forty nine ninety nine. at well, least in Florida. If you if you're staying at one of the resort hotels, you have a chance to pre-purchase bands for ten dollars less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it let me into so the they're best only twenty nine ninety nine for the designs and nineteen ninety nine for the colors. They but start at thirty five at Disney Park, and the colors are twenty nine. And Nancy, these start yeah. at thirty five at Disneyland. You don't 35? get. That's that's the starting cost at Disneyland for the plain ones. They don't have plain ones because these are Magic Band Plus. Well, see, they still have a couple plain colored Magic Band Pluses. They still make solid colors because okay. I could get them at Coronado Springs um, the other month, last so month. At Disneyland, they have the they don't have them, so, and they sell for thirty five, thirty four ninety nine. Luella, do you have one yet? Um, no, this is my Apple Watch, and I don't want to have another one and then be like Wonder Woman. <laughs> so uh, my, phone, my phone works fine. I think if I was, I'm, I'm kind of like with Michael at Walt Disney World. I'm staying in a resort. It does a lot of purpose. I can charge. All my kids have one. I would not buy that for all my kids. I wouldn't. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't. So um, I, I feel like um, until I really need it, I'm fine with my phone. I, I even do play Disney. I don't know if you guys do play Disney. And so I'm on my phone. You know, <laughs> I'm already on my I phone. I always put new stuff on it. If you never have done it before, you should. So. All right. Uh, any other experiences from the parks recently that you want to talk about? Luella, you have anything 
in the parks that you that you, that we've missed? That's oh, Webster's. of interest. It's crowded. <laughs> it's crowded. Okay. Yeah. The special purchase. You don't have to pay eighteen bucks a person for it anymore if you want to go. What are you talking about? Web slingers. They oh yeah. Okay. Rise yeah. of the resistance and Radiator Springs Racers are still yeah. on that special purchase if you right. want Genie Plus Fast Pass, yeah. which is different than normal Genie Plus. I had heard something they got rid of the private party, which I'm fine with. I'm actually happy that. They they tried doing that and they're not going to do that this year. You're talking uh, about for for the end for, for Christmas. For yeah. the Christmas one. Yeah. I'm yeah, so yeah, yeah. happy they're yeah. not having. I it thought that was a waste of money. Um, we were getting everything. We had, we were talking about that before, right? We were getting all that stuff for free, and so you you tack on a party. Um, not like they're gonna take down the decorations of uh, Small World's Christmas just for the party. <laughs> so it didn't yeah. worth it. <laughs> Luella, did you you did you go to the one last year? No, I I don't go to parties. Uh, I think I, I mentioned it's they're usually on a school night, um, and they're a lot of money. Uh, I went to one party and Dominic fell asleep at seven. I was, oh, I, was yeah, I was complained the whole time how much money I spent. <laughs> well, Kelly and I went to the one last year, and they had a merchandising event, and you you did mobile queue to get to buy the merchandise, and after we were. Um, it was time for us to go back. We still were in line for 45 minutes. They had a handful of things and we didn't get anything. A few weeks later, they had everything in the Emporium. Oh, that <laughs> was, was, I hate that. Yeah, it was, when I saw that, I was thinking, oh my gosh, you know, that's never again. Yeah, so, so that's the one thing I heard, that they're not doing that. Private I, I don't think Disneyland pulls off parties as well as Walt Disney World. Uh, yeah at all yeah but having said that so looking forward to the christmas festivities at the parks mm -hmm. yeah when's your when's your next trip michael uh first weekend in december that's always a that has been a tradition okay. of ours since way back when the kids are small we always go that first weekend when's your next reservation mary jo when uh actually i'm going november 12th i try to go november 11th because veterans day is really special mm -hmm. And yeah. it's blocked out, so I'm gonna. I have one reservation open, so I'm gonna keep trying. But um, for sure, I'm going on the 12th. Okay. I haven't been on Haunted Mansion yet, and I I need to find that Monkey Bride. I oh, looked goodness. for it. I didn't find it. They have two this year. Two. Wow. Two. Yeah. So I. This is what I heard from my diva friends. There's one in a normal place in the attic, but apparently there's another one in the ballroom. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Nancy, you have any DVC stays coming up? Not. We killed a lot of points staying over okay, last gotcha. year. So. Gotcha. And plus we're heading back to Orlando in March. So Okay. Luella, when's your, when, when's your next reservation? Hopefully this Sunday. <laughs> what do you say hopefully? Yeah. If if there's not a soccer game. Sometimes I make uh, okay, gotcha. time and then mm -hmm. my kids have a soccer game and I have to cancel the night before. But Tony, when's your next trip? November to see Christmas stuff right before Thanksgiving. And then because my magic key doesn't allow um, until Jan uh, the first week in January. Because my school okay. district's off that first week, so it worked out for a magic key for me. So then right after then. So again, like 
I've said before, the reservation system isn't horrible for someone who's not a local because you got to plan your flights anyways. So. Right. Excellent. Any, anyone have anything else to add before we wrap this up? I'm so, I'm so happy to see you guys again. So thank yes. you, Michael and Craig. And I'm wearing my guacamole earrings for Tony today. <laughs> nice. Yay. I'm All so right. disappointed Tortilla Joe's may be going away. I have to oh, have really? guacamole there. Uh, yeah, they have the best so. guacamole site, table site. Mm -hmm. Well, we should all have uh, maybe when Michael's in town, we can all come and have have the meal. That would I'm be great if we all got together, Tortilla Joe's. Oh, that actually sounds really fabulous. Mm -hmm. Well, if we're serious, oh. let's choose a date and time. Make the reservation. Tom, <laughs> um, what about you? When are you going to Disneyland next? I have no plans. So, I don't know. I don't know, maybe September of next year? I don't know. Tom, don't I know. Tell me you're not going to see a Christmas parade. I can't see a Christmas parade without thinking of you because you love it so much. I know that they're not helping. Thanks. <laughs> Come the first weekend in December. Uh, okay. We've got plenty of my bad videos. Let's on see. Rent or Disneyland Pass? Rent yeah. or Disneyland Pass? <laughs> Yeah, real world sucks. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we're not all as lucky as we used to be. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate seeing you all. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Craig. That is going to do it for this special Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. We hope to see you all again soon. But until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Well, Craig, you know, that's a lot of fun. It's funny, even though it's been a while since we all got together. It's like the show never ended. Yeah, uh, you y'all have such a great friendship. And obviously, um, it, it shows completely with it. And it's just a it's a joy to sit back and, and get to listen to it and I mean, just for my aspect too, it's we we still talk about Disneyland, obviously, on this show, on on like our Walt Disney World show, and you know, Rhino and I get out there pretty regularly, so it's it's not like we're just uh we're it's not like we're just out of the loop completely on what's happening with Disneyland, but there there is something about hearing from y'all that that are there even more often than us and eat breathe, sleep, live Disneyland. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just, it's so much fun having them a part of this. So I, uh, I, I hope everyone enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed being part of it and tried to stay out of it as, as much as possible. Just a, just those couple of times where I felt I needed to butt in when I, no, when I we were happy you did. We didn't, we have no problem with you joining in. So. And no one wants to, they hear me enough. They want to hear it all. <laughs> That's funny. Well, hopefully we'll hear more from the team um, in 2023. But, but now it is time for this week in Disney history. So, Craig, I, is it your turn this week? It is. Wow. And I actually remembered for once. Yeah, <laughs> it helps that we're recording these very close together. We are a little, little peek behind the curtain. We are actually uh, 
We are recording two episodes in the same week, and we will explain why. Yeah, we later don't on. usually do that, but it mm-hmm. is perfect for our memory at the very least. So mm-hmm. uh, I am going to take us back to the beautiful year of 2002. And we are going to, uh, we're going to head to Hollywood because on that day, and I didn't say what date, geez, it's like my first time (laughs) doing this. We're taking you back to 2002 to November 14th in Hollywood because on that day, uh, a legend received their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And that legend, of course, is Kermit the Frog. And I I had to, I had to end uh, with uh, Kermit the Frog reference with this and <laughs> and i felt i feel like this is quite the achievement for kermit and uh i i think the other reason why i want to do it is because i i feel like i don't know if it even makes the episodes or if it's just when you and i are talking but uh when when michael <laughs> goes to reference my upcoming baby's potential names uh for for obviously male or female, he uses Kermit as the example for the the male name. So it just it all it all correlates together. But yeah, it's a uh, it's very cool that Kermit got his his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He is one character among many in the Disney Muppet Star Wars Marvel universe Pixar universe that I feel like is deserving of it, even though you know. You had to pay to have it there and pay for the upkeep and maintenance of it. It's it's still an honor, nonetheless. It means you've really made it. That's right. Little Frog from the Swamp made good. Yeah. He so. did. You know, it's <laughs> uh it's just a shame that he doesn't have something here in a bigger way too. So just based on the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, he has family in Florida, if we're to believe anything from the Muppets go to Walt Disney world, since all his family <laughs> apparently lives right behind Walt Disney world. But. Yeah. In the swamp. <laughs> well, it's too bad. They don't have a bigger, yeah. Uh, flipper print uh, in there in the right place, but maybe someday, yeah. The Disney company will figure out what to do with the Muppets. One day. So. One day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for me, mine actually does tie back to the Disneyland episodes we just did with the team. November 15th, 2012. This is the day that the Walt Disney Family Museum opened their first exhibition, The Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the creation of a classic. It opened to the general public on this day. And uh, this was on exhibit through April 14th, 2018, and it celebrated Walt's vision and artistry of his dedicated staff, uh, and it showed how they shaped and defined an entirely new American art form through the creation of this groundbreaking film, and it was really spectacular. I mean, you saw a lot of, you know, artwork and concept art and storyboards and background art that had really never been uh, seen by the public before. And the reason this has something, this is a tie into the Disneyland show, is because of this um, exhibit, Tom Bell invited me to be a guest on the Disneyland show. And I may have told, I'm sure I've told this story many times, invited me to be a guest on the Disneyland show to talk about the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs exhibit. So I came on and I talked about the 
exhibition and and that was it that's all i did on the show and i figured it was a one and done kind of thing and i already knew everybody on the show and i was i was writing articles um for the Diz. So, you know, I knew quite a few people, you know, on the team. And then Tom contacted me in a couple of weeks and asked me if I would like to be a guest again on the show, but fully participate. And he sent me an outline of everything that I should prepare for. And he said, just jump right in, you know, and, you know, don't hesitate, don't hold back or anything like that. So I did, I, I was on the show couple weeks later and I fully participated in it and and that was it and he thanked me said great job and I was done and then you know I went downstairs and Carol asked how did it go and I said I'm not sure but I think I was being auditioned and then it was about a week or two later Tom reached out to me and said you know before I speak to Pete Werner the owner of the Diz one of the owners of the Diz uh, and he said um I wanted to ask you do you want to be a regular member of the team. And I talked talked it over with Carol and I said, sure. And so then that's when I was brought on to be one of the historians of the Disneyland show because um, Wayne was actually the historian and I was trying to figure out, okay, how do we work this? So Wayne talked about the history of Disneyland and I talked about everything else, Walt and, and whatever else would come to mind. And then, um, what I didn't know at the time is Wayne was planning on leaving the show because his day job responsibilities were going too much for him to um, do his research and be on the Disneyland show. So he left just a few months after I came on. And then, uh, and of course, then everybody thought, well, I somehow chased him off the show. And that was so then I think he came back on the show just to say, no, <laughs> that's not what happened. And then then that um, it was that, you know, and then he explained why he left the show. But um, so that was it. And then, of course, connecting with Walt came out of that, you know, not that much long afterwards. Yeah. It, uh, so. it it all all came together in a in a very very perfect way. Yeah, yeah. So see, so it so I, I have Snow White in the Walt Disney Family Museum to thank for it, and and I guess it all goes back to Walt somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and I I do know this too. It, I the exhibition catalog from that I believe is still being sold on the Walt Disney Family Museum website and i'm sure at the museum too but mm-hmm. uh yeah i go i go on there all the time and look at what's in the store just just to see if there's anything i ever want to pick up and and i remember seeing that so uh, yeah it's there you can own a piece of michael's history <laughs> in the right. form and of an exhibition catalog <laughs> that's right and support the museum as well yeah there's a lot of artwork yeah, in that it's catalog it's really nice so well if you ever need anything from there let me know anyway uh, all right. Well, good, good, good. Two two important days in Disney history there. Yeah, one may be a little more important than the other, but we won't, <laughs> yes. we won't discuss which one was. <laughs> uh, well, I know, Craig, we were talking um, pre-show, and you just recently uh, had the opportunity to see, well, most but not quite all of Fantasmic. So yeah. you want to share what you thought? I'm... 
I really want to know about the new scene that replaced that rather lengthy Pocahontas sequence. Yeah. So uh, I will say in terms of the changes to the Fantasmic at Walt Disney World, it, it does go beyond just that one scene. And uh, at this point, the show is already running for guests. When I saw it, it was on one of the two cast preview nights, except I was there as invited media. So I got the, the great spot right in the center, all the way to the back. Just, you know, no obstructions. It, it was pretty incredible. And uh, the the show really has been upgraded in so many ways with uh, fountains that are working incredibly, uh, extra laser effects, and just lighting that looks fresh and more vibrant than ever. And I feel like that's something that shouldn't get ignored in all of the the changes because while while the the big show change is is important. It's it's these little things like keeping keeping the visuals look good that actually keeps the show sustainable in the wrong one. No one wants to watch a show that looks like it's just kind of broken down, old, and and not great. And it it, it truly, in terms of Hollywood studios, it looks better than it's ever looked before. But uh, that being said, the <laughs> the new uh, heroes section, as it's it's being dubbed is also a massive improvement uh, on the the entire show. And the the Pocahontas section was long and felt long and just kind of felt out of place. Uh, but this one just it it feels it feels slightly out of place. So I, I won't say it's perfect, uh, but it it isn't it, it's not like it, it doesn't labor its way through it. It is a it is a segment that feels like it's flying by. And uh, it it has multiple different Disney movies featured. You know, Pocahontas still kicks it all off uh, with with her, which I, I feel like that's still kind of fitting. You know, you, you, you kicked her segment out, so still give her just a brief little bit of time. Uh, but then it goes into Mulan, and there's this fun section with I'll Make a Man Out of You, uh, where where they're fighting and kind of like clips in and out between the water fountains, and then they'll be fighting right behind it. It's, it's really well done. Then it goes into Aladdin, which I, I thought was refreshing too. Uh, nothing to take away from all these strong uh, female Disney characters, but considering the section that comes right after is the princess section, it, it almost felt like they were going to have too much princess right in a row and princess, 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 princess. And so adding Aladdin in kind of did chop it up a little bit in a good way. But uh, th this was where they get like little fun stunts in there and He's singing one jump ahead and, you know, swinging around from the top of the mountain that we have since Walt Disney World's Fantasmic doesn't have the same, you know, house stage that, that Disneyland's has because of its place on on uh, Tom Sawyer Island with, with ours being a dedicated theater. It just has that giant mountain. And so, yeah, Aladdin's able to swing around and some of the goons that are chasing him are doing like trampoline tricks where they're oh, wow. bouncing on their back and going up the mountain. It's It's pretty pretty fun and then that leads into what was my favorite part of the show and i know some people are so over frozen 
but it was beautiful. It's just the frozen part is just Elsa by herself uh, singing show yourself. And they use the fountains to act as kind of like a cover for her, but they don't ever like, it's not like they're showing images over it. It's just this kind of like Northern lights looking color that's over top of her. So it almost makes it look more, more epic. And they do show a little bit of the animation from frozen and have like the, the duet that she does with her mom, just like in that movie during show yourself. Uh, But that effect is done really well because it kind of goes out of that sequence into like the big climax of that song. And they are able to do a, a, flash in the moment costume change for her that's like you know it, when you see it you're like how how i i know how it that magic is done but it always blows my mind when they're able oh, to do a costume me, change like just like that me too because i've seen it on stage and i, I don't get how they do it yeah it's and, it's and i've seen it in a parade we saw it in a disneyland parade you know they've yeah. done it or was it walt disney world i can't remember which i, th- I think it was disneyland yeah. Yeah. They uh, did just, that. Yeah. Just incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And the final part of that hero sequence is Moana. And this is the one that most people are talking about because uh, they have a little bit at the, the musical bit at the beginning is, uh, is Moana and her grandmother, which obviously that's a, a heart tugging uh, relationship from that movie. Uh, but it, what was cool about this part is they utilized the the platform in our Phantasmic's water that that you can walk out onto. So Moana gets to walk out on the water and interacts mm. with it a little bit. And it is, obviously, uh, I love the songs from Moana. So it's a very mm-hmm. moving sequence. But my favorite part of it was Frozen 1. But yeah, then it, then it just goes... Right after that, it you know, it just like in Disneyland, Tinkerbell comes out and that takes you into the princesses. And well, for the showing that we saw that was canceled right before Maleficent, uh, you know, we we didn't we got through the princesses and then back into the the villains segment, but we didn't get to see what kind of big changes were there for the end and if they they altered anything in the the climactic finale but uh it the show looked great and that sequence was incredible i would take that sequence even though it felt a little choppy i would take that over (laughs) uh disneyland's uh pirates of the caribbean one if we're talking peter pan no that's never but I would take this over Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking that, that this sounds really magnificent. If they could stage it similar to that, yeah. then yeah, because I, I, I really am over that Jack Sparrow sequence. I yeah. never cared for it. And I was really surprised when they rolled it out again after yeah. the long refurbishment. Yeah. And they didn't bring back Peter Pan. Yeah, it, they had the perfect opportunity to say, you know what, we're going to go throwback and do the Peter Pan section again, and they they really should have. Uh, and yeah, I don't I don't care for the pirate section, and I will say I'm happy that with the soundtrack, they did not do the uh, Mickey noises in ours. So it's still like it's still essentially the classic soundtrack, except changed up for the new music and orchestration uh, in in the hero segment. So uh, there's. 
I, I still don't love Fantasmic at Walt Disney World, having not seen it all the way through as the time we're talking about it right now. It's hard to say how I really felt about it. I heard from a couple people, they were saying they thought it rivaled Disneyland's now, but for me, it's just, it, it's still about the intimacy of watching the, it on the, the Rivers setting. of America. Yeah. yeah, the setting. Yeah, even though, you know, it's nice to have a seat in a theater and and all that, but um, yeah, I still I still like ours yeah, better, the Disneyland one better. Yeah, but, so, but I have to see this one. I have to see oh, the new one now. For sure. Yeah, I yeah. hope I hope Disneyland takes some notes, and the next time they're ready to redo it, you maybe take a little bit of what Walt Disney World did this time around and try to try to get a better version of the show, or just mm-hmm. you know revert back to what it was before they changed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Is did they improve any of the effects? Like, is Maleficent the same dragon, or did she get a facelift or anything? I, since I didn't see her, I can't. Oh, okay. I can't say for sure, but I, I've seen pictures, and it looked like they, they definitely, uh, you know, they they dressed her up a little bit more, mm-hmm. at least looking looking fresher uh, than just a a big black bed sheet tossed over a crane. <laughs> uh, it it actually it looked like it, it looked like they took their time in making sure every aspect of the show looked better. Than, than it had be, uh, as it you know stopped running. So uh, they 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 need to do the Disneyland dragon. I, I know it's probably yeah. not possible, but it just they need to do something on that level at least. Just because Crane doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I I hope they released a soundtrack to yours because I would really like to listen to it. We. That was a question asked during a media dinner that we had, and they didn't confirm it, but they also didn't deny it. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed on it. it. Was this like the D23 Expo parks and resorts? Maybe we will. It's something we're pretty skying. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I will say I think this... I think this was a little bit more solid with it. There, there was a lot more upfront honesty, and uh, and you know the the question was stated is would this be something that like we get to hear soon on a streaming service? And we know that they've they've been better about releasing stuff on on streaming or digital only purchases rather than mm-hmm. physical CDs necessarily. So I, I'm keeping, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I would actually yeah. listen to this, this show uh, mm-hmm. and put that in my regular rotation instead of the old Disneyland soundtrack. I'd still listen yeah, to I that, listen, but I listen to Disneyland one all the time, but I have the CD and, uh, but I would, but I, I, you know, I downloaded it to my iPod. So I listen to it all the time when I'm gardening and stuff, yeah. but I would, uh, I would love to, yeah, I'd love the new version. And I have other versions of Fantasmic because the other international parks have sold their CD versions of it over time. So, anyway, but sounds good. I'm glad you saw it. Thanks for the sneak peek. Although, by the time this show airs, everybody would have watched your video. <laughs> uh, no, not, you never know. Sometimes people don't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, since we last spoke, I saw I caught a few new movies and series trailers that are coming out. And I was wondering if some of these were the ones that came out 
at um, the D23 Expo that maybe have now just finally gotten released to the public that we talked about. Well, first one, I, I don't know if you saw it at D23 because we didn't get into the Disney Plus panel and and Disney, for, for selfish reasons, one, I, I wasn't really interested. And two, um, we were at uh, time time mm-hmm. you know, restraints but they the this the uh, sh- the special they're doing for disney plus on mickey the story of a mouse they released a bit of a trailer for that have you seen that yet and, and no that one went i i usually get uh emails from disney plus anytime they have a new trailer come out i did not get one about that yeah yeah and, and like floyd norman is in it and, and uh, several other people the only thing i don't care about care for is that that you know you know like I hate man in the street interviews when when the, the the media goes out and asks people say what do you think of that and I said you know I really don't care what they think why are you wasting my time do more in depth coverage of yes. whatever this news is you're reporting instead of some doofus who probably has no idea what's going on but that's what they're doing it looks like in the Mickey the story of the mouse they're asking people for their comments on Mickey and all that. And they, they asked some really adorable children, so I'm not putting them down. But I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I get so, what I get what but, you're saying with it. And if it's if it's all that, I would probably be on the same level. Like it's not I, I know that and everyone I don't think it's has a story. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I don't need to watch everyone's story. So I'm hoping that they at least chose the most you know, the most interesting ones that pull me into why I should care about people that I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little worried it's the same editing they used in, um, what was that one we really disliked? The editing in the that Disney, Disney series. Oh, yeah, I, gosh, I don't even remember the name of it now. I don't know. I know it's not the Imagineering story, but it was about the history of the attractions. Yeah, the one that, and the rock produced yeah i'm worried it might be a little like that but they do have disney artists the animators in there as well and all that so i'm i'm hoping for the best yeah behind the attraction is what we're talking about but it looked like in the trailer there were quick cuts and that could just be because it's a trailer yeah it it could be why yeah i'm watching it in the background right now and like i I will say there are positives from what I'm seeing with it because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, uh, um, uh, Becky Klein is Becky Klein pops mm-hmm. up in it, mm-hmm. as well as uh, another guy from the archives that I, I really respect his passion for Disney. But then there's other things too where it's like, I, I hope this isn't too broad and for like. I, I, I'm being selfish as a Disney fan. I'm hoping that as a mega fan, this gets into a little bit more of the interesting aspects that are not as well known versus broader for people who just don't maybe know the background of Mickey. But then mm-hmm. I see stuff like they showed the the picture that always gets recycled of the, the Mickey Mouse Club where it all looks like they're in a cult. Uh, from the very, very early days. So it yeah. looks like it'll probably be a lot of repeat stuff for people who go to like D23 Expo and uh, Destination D. But uh, I, I can't wait to watch it. I'm glad oh, I'll watch it. it. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. And I want to watch it just to encourage them to do more history stuff and behind the scenes things and all that. 
And then the Wakanda Forever trailer was released. Yeah. And have you seen, is that the same one that was out at the D23 Expo? No, the the D23 Expo was still one of those ones where they really do blur between um, where they they show more of an extended clip and then Mm -hmm. that goes in with the last trailer that they already released. Um, uh, the the last round to go. This one, this one's different. I'll, I'll say though, every every new clip that I see of Wakanda Forever has me more excited for it. And mm-hmm. hearing the initial buzz from the the red carpet that they did, I I cannot wait to see it. Oh, I so, haven't. I've heard the red carpet stuff, yeah. but it looks like they do address the um, passing of Black Panther. I mean, that's like really clear in there, and that. There's maybe another. Um, I don't know. I don't. Do they, they didn't. Do they call them tribes? I don't recall. But you know, they had the different factions. Yeah. In Wakanda, and it looks like a faction is taking advantage of his passing. If what I can figure out in that trailer. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure though. It looks like there's some sort of a civil war or some sort of unrest that might be as the result of his passing. I can't well, tell. I mean, there's, there's gotta be, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's gotta be a little bit. You gotta have the, you, you gotta have the, the action and, and, you know, it's a two hour and 40 minute movie. So it, they're going to, they're going to stretch everything out as much as possible. Yeah. 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 But I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, I haven't bought too. my ticket yet. I have to go see the availability of that. Um, Avatar, The Way of Water. This came out. Now, I've been hearing this is going to clock in at three hours. And boy, I am hoping there's an intermission so that I can go to the bathroom. Or there's going to be a way of water, but it's not going to be on the screen. It's it's going to – I'm going to have another problem. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But um, I'll, have, I'll have a problem with the way of water. But – it was um, because I don't tell you to see three-hour movies a lot of times. It's, I like to go to the Fathom events when they're doing the live stream from the New York Metropolitan Opera. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'm going this Saturday to see La Traviata. And those are over three hours. But because they're an opera, they have an intermission because exactly. the opera takes an intermission. So uh, I'm hoping there's a break here. But uh, so, you know, when these avatars come up for air or something – but um, this tells you nothing about the film. Is this the same trailer you saw? Uh, we didn't see a trailer. We saw extended oh, okay. clips okay. with Avatar. So, um, like, it was three different five-ish miss five-ish segments i don't know what types of words i'm trying to make up right now mm-hmm. it was three segments that were basically five minutes each <laughs> and okay uh, so yeah that's no no trailer for it okay but it looks like yeah you're like you said they're they're talking about starting a family and one is pregnant is she now i haven't seen the film since i watched it when world of pandora you know pandora world of avatar opened at Animal Kingdom, I wanted to refresh my memory. So these avatars can reproduce, and is the consciousness still a guy in a tube somewhere? I think so, but the reproduction part of it is something that I also 
cannot wait to see how they explain it out. <laughs> okay, because I thought, okay, maybe I don't remember what these avatars are. Or maybe it just wasn't explained to us. I mean, I, I know they were, like, we see them in Pandora, the world of Avatar, you know, in the the water, and they're, they're this just they're non-sentient beings that you're able to transfer your brain into not put your brain into it but obviously mm-hmm. have that neural co- connection with it so i i don't i don't understand a world in which you give you know <laughs> you get pregnant but i i'll be honest i haven't watched avatar in so many years too and i don't like it so I will go in and, and watch it to refresh on some details, and hopefully they explain stuff like that as well. But I, yeah, I I, I don't know. I'm 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 not quite sure, and I, I have no idea. I'm just goofy. Well, but it looks like there is unrest in the world of Avatar as well. Yeah, based in this trailer, of course. If there weren't, there'd be no film probably. And then Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania to totally change gears here. So was is this new to a new trailer? Uh, I didn't see a new trailer come out for this. So it, it is this it, the older? I think this was the oldest of the ones that I came across. Uh if it was the, are you talking about the one that starts where he's like walking down the street and, yes. and everything? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, it, very similar. However, uh, the one that we saw when they get to um, when they get to Kang. He's mm-hmm. menacing in this trailer, but he is downright disturbing in what we saw. Like, like you, the things he he was saying. I, I think I may even hinted to it in the the expo show that we did. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat it just because since they didn't really give it away in in this trailer, um, it's it's very very dark. So this one was a little, but for the most part, the beats were the same, like them getting into how they get into the quantum realm and, you know, the Bill Murray cameo pop up and, and little things like that. That's all very similar, but Kang was a lot more menacing. And I feel like they're, they're underselling in this trailer, how downright scared they should be of him. Okay. And you know, I realized I don't remember Kang. So I'm going to have to go back, I guess, and watch the Ant-Man films. Or what film was That's, he in? He's in Loki. Loki. Wow, I really don't remember him. Yeah, he's the one uh, in Loki. He's the in the the final episode when it all culminates uh, with with him. So he's able to bounce around to all of the different the different realms and universes and such. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I have to watch the last episode of Loki then. Yeah, definitely. Refresh my memory. Yeah, definitely watch that because that's also um, with with uh, Kang. Like that's he is the crux villain of what's happening with the the next round of Avengers movies. It's all it's all in the Kang dynasty. So a uh, very very important hmm. character. With a name like Kang. I wouldn't expect an African American for some reason. I yeah, I don't know enough about the comics background 
Yeah. With it. I mean, I'm sure when Kang was created, it was probably a long time ago. When, mm-hmm. uh, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But the actor who plays him, Jonathan Majors, he is, he is fantastic. He was, I, I didn't care for Loki, but it's a show too much. Like it, it interests me, but it wasn't my favorite of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, it wasn't um, of mine either. Yeah, and I thought. I thought he was the standout part once they finally got to him in there. And another show that I felt like wasn't very watchable was uh, Lovecraft Country on HBO. But he was the star of that. And he he soaked up every little bit of the screen when he was in it. I, I just the, the book was so much better written than the series. Um, but he's he's going to do a lot of good things, especially with Marvel. I know he's in the upcoming, the third uh, Creed movie with Michael B. Jordan. So we're going to see him a lot in the future. No. Okay. Now, this next one is not a Disney film, but it's one I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping for the best. A Christmas Story Christmas. Have you seen this trailer? I refuse to watch the trailer. <laughs> so, I this one I've been tempted to a couple times, and I actually there was one time I finally was going to give in and watch it, and it it froze like two I maybe like two three seconds into it, and it just it wasn't loading, and I was like, "That's the sign I can't watch it." But <laughs> what are your impressions? Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be cute. It is taking place. Well, I don't know if I should tell you. Remember how I said, you know, this is going to have to take place in the 70s. And it is. It looks like from the style of the cars. Okay. You know that it looks like they are setting it in the right era. That's and, good. That's yeah. really good. And it has, you know, everybody back. Most of the people, yeah, everyone. I have to, th- I, I do think that, uh, that Ralphie seems a little old to have children that young so i don't so i don't know he must have gotten married late in life so (laughs) but uh, i'm and the only thing that i'm hoping ralphie seemed fine he the the scenes that they showed with him he seemed like yeah he's an adult and all that but i'm a little worried about his pals in that i'm hoping they don't have too many of their the mannerisms they had as children in the original film. Yeah, because, because they wouldn't still have the same mannerisms exactly. as adults. Like you were saying for Hocus Pocus 2, when they yep. did that flashback. I'm a little concerned about that. But it looks like it's it's a nice homage to, you know, to um, the original. And, and the whole premise is apparently the old man has died. And wow. so... Um, so Ralphie's bringing his family back to have the old fashioned Christmas that his father put on because it's sort of, it seems like it's his mom's wishes and Ralphie discovers how his dad really made it all look really easy. And then there seems to be, and then there's other side stories that they really didn't flesh out, but there, there's a few other things going on. As well, but they go to Higby's, and there's you know Ralphie's kids go see Santa Claus, you know, and all that. So they don't show the scene; they show them going to Higby's, and Santa's up on that. Remember that big mountain yep. of fluff? Well, he, there he's still there. 
okay. and all that. Good. And so, um, so there's little things like that, and they're in the house, and you see a scene of Ralphie trying to get the tree up, and he has a different issue than his dad did, but he still has an issue with the tree. And um, so it looks it looks like it could be fun as long as they don't get too nostalgic, you okay. know? Yeah, it's I, I'm sure at the end of the day, we're probably going to say, you know, it was a heartwarming film mm-hmm. that was something maybe watch every couple Christmases, but ultimately did not need to be made. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm hoping it's going to be good. I really want it to yeah. be good. I, I do too, and like I love that um, they brought in uh, Julie Haggerty to play uh, Ralphie's mom. Uh, I, I'm not sure why they didn't. Is Melinda Dillon dead? I, I'm not. I, I heard she retired. Okay, she just retired. But I love mm-hmm. Julie Haggerty from the Airplane movies and mm-hmm. just so so many other things. So um, I, I I'm excited to see what she does with it. Yeah, the funny thing is, it's like I think she aged better than Ralphie. <laughs> so <laughs> I I would have expected her to look a little older. So, um, but well, they only really showed a couple of scenes with her, and they were pretty quick. Yeah, and that I have seen like the press image of him. So that was the only thing I was going to say is that you you made the comment about he looks a little too old to have kids. But I mean, that's how I I also have always felt about the old man in the original one. Is You're right. He always felt really old, so way too they, old. <laughs> maybe they're just going for more of the the blue collar look, and mm-hmm. you know, everyone looks like they're 15 years older than they actually are. Yeah, it might be, and he's he's carrying on in his father's footsteps. Yeah, maybe got married a little later in life. But no, you're right. I always thought that too, and I think it, and it looks like Ralphie's children are, might be a little older than um his than his than they were when they were little when they were depicted in gotcha. the um, original film. Because I mean, Peter Billingsley was 13. In the film, and you know, I think he's playing an eight-year-old or something, yeah. or a ten-year-old or something in the film. Yeah, so, anyway, but um, it looks cute. So we'll see what happens. Now, supposedly, the boy that played his brother is in it too, but I don't think I saw him in any of the clips, hmm. or if I did, I didn't recognize him. Yeah. So, anyway, now there was an announcement today since we're on the film kick. That I guess the Russo brothers have said that um, they're making a Hercules live action remake because why not? <laughs> and um, but it's going to be TikTok inspired and experimental. So what do you think they mean by that? Because the interwebs have blown up over this and the, the, a lot of negative reaction. What do you think though? Because you're you're young and hip. And you know films. What do you think they really might be meaning by this? Uh, I don't want to have to edit out, but I, <laughs> I would. My entire statement is that I would love to say is I have no blank idea what they are talking about with this. I don't. I don't. I mean, the oh, the only correct thing they would have said in any of this is. You know, we're doing this because why not? Because that's a, <laughs> that's what I feel like is Disney's decision with any of these movies in general. But I, I don't know what inspired by TikTok means. Like, is it 
so is it just Hercules that he's going to be lip syncing to songs and, and dancing or I, I don't know what at all. So that's, uh, that's, I just don't want them to destroy Hercules. It's a, I know, it's a I fine like little that. film yeah. that's mm-hmm. gotten people like actually behind it over the past years and years and finally is like taken more seriously. Don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I love the Greek chorus and how creative they got with that, the, the ladies, you know, and yeah. the muses, I guess. And uh, I don't want them to ruin all of that. So, anyway. Well, if they're going to ruin it, I hope they ruin it on Disney Plus and it doesn't go out to <laughs> the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice if they, I, if it was a film or a Disney Plus film. So, anyway. Well, Craig, I guess, I guess it's that time to make our big announcement. So, yeah. uh, we, we've been putting it off, but, but the time has come. So, I hope everybody, Craig as well, family, I hope you're sitting down. But, um, you know, all good things have to come to an end. And, you know, we've, we've, Craig and I have been together here. Well, how many years has it been, Craig? Was it 2015 that we, 2014? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I brought up that Snow White exhibit because it'd be my 10, 10 years with yeah. the Diz. But, you know, things have to change. And one of the things that has to change is connecting with Walt. And what that means is that, you know, I'm not going to be the only parent on the show because the next time we all get together, Craig's going to be a parent too. Mm-hmm. So, so Craig, I am very excited for you. So, I, 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 I know we, I know I freaked out some of our listeners, <laughs> but no, what, what it really is, this is an end because Craig is the baby is due. I don't know, momentarily, um, Craig is going on paternity leave. So rather than us um, ending in December for our, uh, you know, to take our winter break, we are ending now. This is our last show of 2022, unless, I don't know, I have a seasonal, (laughs) we are able to come up with a holiday special, but it won't be with Craig. so, so Craig, do you, do you want to talk about do you want to talk about the plans for the show while you're on paternity leave, and then we'll we'll talk a little more about about your upcoming um dadhood. Yeah, no, I um, <laughs> obviously this is a big change for me in every way with this show, especially because yeah, we've I, 2015 October 2015 is when we. We launched it, and you know, with the exception of taking some time off over well, when the show started, it was you know we obviously a different format with one month on and two months off. So we would take breaks in between those ones, and then uh, then we went regular every week, and we maintained that basically until until you had your overextended stay in the hospital and. And since then, we've tried to go back on on shorter breaks and having a little time to to clock out and and really really try to keep up with what we're doing rather than than get bogged down and not not give the best episodes that we possibly could give because of it. So it's very weird that you know after after we step away for this holiday break that 
I won't be back for a little bit, but that's just because Michael and I have very weird schedules with how we record. And uh, a lot of it's very late nights that I'm just not sure yet in the early stages of having the baby, if it's going to be possible to maintain that. So luckily, uh, Panda, John Sakari, Big Fat Panda, that has been part of our Diz team now for a while. He he was uh, eager to step up and, and fill in at my place to make sure that the show could still go on while I'm not able to be around. So uh, when, when the show comes back in January, uh, or as Michael said, maybe potentially a special holiday episode might drop at some point. Uh, but when, when the show is back, he will, he'll be joining Michael until my life settles in a place where I, I feel like I'm ready that I can easily jump back into this show and, you know, not, not stress out my family by doing it. And, also not stress myself out either. So it it sucks having to say goodbye because I, I believe my my audio has been on every single episode of Connecting with Walt, just like yours has, Michael. And uh, maybe I need to like record some little stingers or something so you can play them. <laughs> uh, just I'll do one where I'm just saying, I'm good. How are you, Michael? Every week. And then <laughs> oh, yeah, I we don't can talk have vir- again. <laughs> we can have virtual Craig on. You can you could just have a few comments that you we really could drop in. <laughs> yeah, I need to that that could be a thing. It might be a thing where uh like my my friend Carly on her podcast it every week ends with her mom leaving a voicemail um of of whatever she liked from the last episode. So maybe I'll steal that idea and cuz oh, I'll be I'll great. still be doing the post production on the show so I can put my voice in technically wherever I want. Uh so Panda will just be helping with the the actual recording process and being that that color commentator with you in the moment. So maybe I can mm-hmm. find some ways to sting myself. Oh, that would in, be but, fun, and that would be a surprise to all of us. Yeah, I just remembered the surprise. <laughs> uh, I'll cut this out. I'll cut it. Uh, but it's yeah, it's going to be a big change in my life, and I know it's going to be a big change for a lot of the listeners not getting to hear me for a bit. But uh, if you haven't listened to Panda on our Walt Disney World shows, dining reviews that we've been doing, uh, the man is passionate about Disney. He truly loves, you know, the parks as they are, the movies, the the history. He loves all that. I honestly can I can think of very good replacements, but in terms of very good replacements who actually work for our team, I can't think of a, a better person to step in and help me in this time. So uh, it's it's all gonna be it's all gonna be good, and y'all are gonna get brand new content regularly again in in January. So. Uh, at the very least, we we know we've left you with some mega episodes over the past yes, couple weeks right. that you'll probably be catch up on catching up on for a while. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So even though you know I'll have a, um, I'm sorry that I'll have <clears throat> you won't be with us, you know, and I'm sure I'll enjoy having John as a co-host. Um, I'm very excited for the reason why that you and Kylie will be parents, and uh, I'm. I know you'll be great parents. I've seen you with Ferris and Finley, you know, um, Corey and Julie's children, and I know how much they adore you. So I know that you'll be wonderful. You'll be a wonderful dad. Thank you. And Kyla I'm, will be a wonderful mom. 
I'm taking advice from anyone who ever wants to get it because I I am uh, proud enough to admit that I have <laughs> no idea what I'm getting myself into, uh, but I'm I'm super super excited for it. Yeah, do I wish that? So I wish that you had the same freedoms as like an aunt and an uncle or a, a grandparent where when the the kid is <laughs> not behaving <laughs> how you want, you can just hand them back to mom and dad. Yeah, I I'm, I wish that was it, but I'm, I, I will exhaust myself to make sure that the baby is healthy, happy, and has mm-hmm. the best life possible. So. And if you and if you need need a break, you can always call grandma and grandpa. Say, "Oh, can you come over and help?" <laughs> oh, I I feel like that's the entire reason why they moved to Florida was just hoping that it was mm-hmm. eventually going to work and we were gonna we were gonna be able to have a kid. And yeah, that day's that day's here. So yeah, they're gonna no they're gonna be called upon quite a bit, I'm sure. And and I'm sure they'll be delighted. So, oh yeah, no, my my mom gets insane about about babies, and so uh, I'll get to see her lose her mind basically for years and years to come. <laughs> so we want to wish you um, from all of us at connecting as well to all of you a very happy Thanksgiving, very happy Hanukkah, a very merry Christmas, uh, a happy New Year. And and uh, we will look forward to seeing you in 2023 for what we hope will be an even better year. So, Craig, until next time, how can our listeners send you all their wonderful advice? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I normally I want to say, well see me on all the the shows i'm on but you won't really be able to do that for a while uh unfortunately uh so just stay connected with me on facebook twitter and instagram at teleclaster and i will still be checking my email regularly craig at disneyinfo.com because i i i can cut off of some things i don't i don't think i'll be able to cut off of email that's for sure (laughs) well you can send me messages at Michael Bowling at DisneyInfo.com. Twitter, I'm at mbowling121. Facebook, Michael Bowling dash connecting with Walt. Instagram, I'm Michael Bowling the Diz. And you can connect with me and Craig on Twitter at connecting Walt. And, and Craig, you do have to post a photo, you, Kylie, and the baby on at our Twitter point. page. At, so, at some somebody. point, I will. Okay, great, great. Okay. Okay, we have to talk about that. We don't. We don't know if we have to pay the baby royalties. We we haven't figured any of that stuff out. So. We can put him. <laughs> yeah, sign. We got to see if, if the baby will sign the consent form and all that. <laughs> well, if you would like to listen to more shows on the history of Walt Disney, his studio, his Imagineers, and Disneyland, check out our Disneyland podcast archives. My Disney history episodes on the link Craig includes in our show notes or disneyplug.com and look for past episodes of Connecting with Walt on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Pandora, and Amazon podcasts, where you can subscribe to our show and leave some positive reviews and ratings when possible. So thank you for making us a part of your day. And remember, I only hope that we don't lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a man, Walt Disney, and his brother Roy. (laughs) 